Big Podcast. It's Build a Big Podcast, the marketing podcast for podcasters. I'm David Hooper. And on this episode, I'm going to be talking about what to never, ever, ever do when you are booking yourself or booking somebody else to be a guest on a podcast. If you're a podcaster and you're interested in growing your audience, getting more people to care about your podcast, making money with your podcast, I've got a website at bigpodcast.com. I've got more information, things like this all the time that doesn't fit on the podcast. So go there, bigpodcast.com. While you are there, I've got 25 episode templates for you. These are proven time-tested templates that will help you grow your audience, design episodes that get shared, that make people care, that people want to tell their friends about. Bigpodcast.com has everything. I got this email probably about a month ago, and it's been an ongoing saga up until a couple of days ago when I finally just gave up on it. One of the things that I try to do when it comes to people trying to get booked on my podcast or book others on my podcast, I try to be nice. I respond to people. I give them the information that they need. I don't say yes to everything because not everything is a match, but I try to be open because I know how it is to try to book somebody or to book myself or to make people care about what you're doing and either be ignored, which I think is the worst, or have somebody lay into you. So I try to be a kind voice. But unfortunately, sometimes when you write back, it's like a cat. My wife fed a cat once, or so she says. <laughs> that cat is hanging out at our house all the time. <laughs> sometimes you have that when it comes to people trying to book themselves. So because of that, I'm very clear in my communication. But I do write back. Here's the initial email that I received. It said, hi, David. I'm a PR manager for a $6 million a year coaching company for entrepreneurs and seeking opportunities for our CEO to speak at. I came across your podcast and thought this would be a perfect fit. So teaches on a variety of different subjects and we can discuss what would be the perfect fit for your clients. I've attached bio for a background on her and her experience. I would love the opportunity to get to know you better and connect further on this to see if we can best service the business world. Thank you. And she puts her name and her phone number. This was my response. Hey, sounds like it might be a good match. Please have her go to, and then I gave her the URL of a form that I need her to fill out to get us the required info. Thanks. I sent her that form because what she sent in the initial email was not what I, one, asked for on my website, or two, what would help me. The email that she sent me probably was a mail merge. She had my name right, but what she didn't have was the name of the podcast. She didn't say the topic or how it related to my podcast. There was no specific information like that to help me determine if this woman was a good fit. She said she's got a $6 million a year coaching company for entrepreneurs. Okay, maybe. She said she's seeking opportunities. She teaches about a variety of different subjects and we can discuss what would be a perfect fit for your clients. So I'm like, okay, cool. This is the way to do that. It's me trying to be nice. Here's the response. Hi, David. 
Great. First, I need to know about how many listeners do you have on average for each podcast and how many listeners you've had in total. I did not get that first message. So she sent a follow-up. Hi, David. I'm following up on my previous email to learn more about if this is a good fit for How many listeners do you have for your podcast? At that point, I was done. Had I seen her initial reply where she asked the same question, how many listeners do you have? I would have been done then. And the reason I say that is because that seemed to be the litmus test to determine whether or not she thought that I was a good match for her. I get it. I get it. You don't want to do a bunch of interviews that are going nowhere. But at the same time, if I don't want to do a bunch of interviews that are going nowhere, I don't send out form emails to people and say this. I came across your podcast and thought it would be a perfect fit. I don't say that. I don't say that I would love an opportunity to get to know you better and connect further to see how we can best service the business world. I would flat out ask, how many listeners you got? (laughs) That's if I worried about that, but I don't. When I'm a guest on a podcast, you know what I worry about? I worry about if the listeners that person does have are my listeners. I don't want every listener. Not every listener is equal. You could have 10 million Britney Spears fans. That is not going to help me if they are not experts if they are not looking to grow their podcast, if they are not in the business world. That's not my audience. I would rather have a thousand podcasters that are ready to grow their podcast. I'd rather have 500 podcasters who are ready to grow their podcast. Way too many people are worried about one number. How many listeners do you have? How many downloads do you have? First of all, This is a dirty secret nobody's talking about. Those downloads that you have on your podcast statistics, you don't even know that somebody is at the other end listening to your podcast. That's a number. It could have been a bot downloading your podcast. It could have been one person who gets counted for two different downloads because he's listening in the car. He's listening on the computer. He's listening on a phone. He's listening on Alexa. Who knows? Downloads do not equal people. At the same time, we do need to think about our audience as people and not just downloads. That's what this woman's not doing. How many downloads do you have? How many downloads have you had in total? That doesn't matter. That does not matter. If I've got a guest like Seth Godin, I did a Seth Godin episode for a music business podcast. Wasn't getting a whole lot of traffic. I don't know, five, 6,000 listeners per episode. It's not bad, right? Seth Godin comes in, he's talking about the music industry, boom, five, six times the downloads for that episode. Why did that happen? I don't know. Was it Seth Godin? Did he promote it? Did somebody else promote it? Was it something that people outside of the music industry were interested to see his take on? Who knows? But that's going to add to the total, and that has nothing to do with the episode afterwards that you would be on. As a guest, people are listening to you for the information that you bring. So this CEO, she's got a coaching company for entrepreneurs. Is that going to help you on this podcast? Yeah, you're an entrepreneur, I suppose. You got a podcast. A lot of the people who listen to this podcast are, but the thing that I really need to know is how she can help you grow your podcast. That is what this podcast is about. I was going to get to that. 
I was going to get to that by having this woman fill out a form. She did not. She kept coming back to it again and again and again. How many downloads do you have per episode? What are your total number of downloads? Since I put this outline together, this woman has written me back three additional times asking basically the same question. And finally, I told her, we're not interested. It's obvious that she was not going to stop. So I cut it. So we're not interested. She said, oh, oh. Uh, I'm confused. You said earlier, and then she gave the date. You said you were interested. I go, yeah, I was. But you didn't read the rest of that email where I told you I needed you to fill out this form. You still haven't done that, so I'm not interested anymore. And she said, well, first, before I fill out the form, I need to know, and she went back to those two questions. How many downloads do you have per episode and how many downloads have you had in total? I emailed her back. So you know what I'd like to do? Are you available at this number that is in your initial email? I would like to call and do a podcast with you. I'd like to hear what your thoughts are on booking guests and how this strategy has worked for you. (laughs) She came back with the same email. Well, before I can get a booking for, I need to know. And she came back with those two questions again. I was done at that point. I put way too much energy into this. I was trying to be kind to cut her off and say, look, (laughs) you're being ignored at this point. The reason I haven't responded to three or four of your emails is because you didn't read the first one. So why should I bother responding again? And I didn't want to talk to I wanted to talk to her at that point. There's possibly an elephant in the room here that I'm not seeing because this is all via email. And believe me, when I tell you that I'm coming from the nicest place possible for this. But it is very possible that the CEO hired somebody off of Fiverr or hired somebody where English is maybe not her first language. And there's a communication barrier. I don't know. But I want you to think about that. Forget English being a second language. Let's talk about communication. Do not hire somebody to do your booking or any communication for you if they cannot communicate. Do not hire somebody to do your booking or any communication for you if they do not have the critical thinking skills to figure out solutions that are not solved by looking at a workflow template. You need somebody who thinks on his feet. You need somebody who maybe can bend the rules a bit. If the world of business were black and white, I wouldn't have responded to that initial email because I say clearly on any website that I have for any podcast that I'm involved with, if you're interested in getting booked on this podcast, you need to fill out this form. She didn't do it. I still gave her a break though because it might be good. That's the issue that we face as podcasters. Sometimes... There's a diamond in the rough. 99% of the time, we are correct in our assumptions and you get into a situation like this. The good news is it's a teachable moment. The good news is it's a great episode. I can tell you this story. You will know moving forward if you are booking yourself or booking somebody else to be a guest on a podcast that this is what not to do. You will know moving forward if somebody reaches out to you to cut it off quickly. 
By the way, if you're curious about the form that I have people fill out, I will link to that in the episode notes. The episode notes are at bigpodcast.com. If you go there, everything I talked about at the beginning of the episode is there. I've got episode templates for you. I've got specialty podcasts to help you do very specific things on your podcast, be a better interviewer, be a better solo podcaster, jumpstart your podcast that's not getting the attention that you need. I've got a newsletter there. I've got a lot of options, all of them designed to help you be a better host and more specifically, grow your podcast audience, make money with your message, make people care about your message, make impact on people. It's all at bigpodcast.com, including the episode notes where I've got a link to the form that I use to determine if somebody is a good guest or not. I'm not interested only in their expertise and what they can talk about. I'm also interested in their equipment. I want somebody to show up who doesn't have a great mic, for example, calls in on a tin can and a string and they sound bad. That's not honoring you. That's not honoring the people who listen to me. So I've got a system. It is all there. It is all linked. It's at bigpodcast.com. Thank you for listening. I will see you there. And if you want to hear more from me, Go to the subscribe page. This podcast is there. My other podcasts that I talked about, those specialty podcasts, they are there. You can subscribe with whatever podcast player that you use. I've got Apple, Google, RSS feeds, Spotify. One click is all it takes. You can subscribe however you want to at bigpodcast.com slash subscribe. I appreciate you. If you've got any questions for me, you need help with your podcast, reach out at bigpodcast.com and I'll see you on the next episode of Build a Big Podcast.